Hey, Holly. Hey, Jason. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Oh, so familiar. And I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment that you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. That is an amazing sentence. It's called direct TV stream and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports movies and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes. Has this ever happened to you? And no need to ever buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. Holy shit. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more. At learn direct- more at di- <laughs> okay, directtv.com. That's DirectTV.com. Directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. To the shutdown forecast. You are listening to the internet's only college football podcast. I am Spencer Hall, emotional support monkey. Joining me is emotional support monkey Jason Kirk. Hello. So, do emotional support monkeys themselves have emotional support monkeys? I mean, I feel yes. that yeah, is how it works in the wild, but I'm not sure if we have officially classified that via federal statute or what have you. Jason, I'm so glad you asked. This is why there are so many different sizes of monkeys. Yeah. You might need more emotional support in the form of a larger... Russian nesting monkeys. Mm -hmm, mm Yes. yes. Monkeyoshka is, is I believe, what they're called. Yes. Uh, The third member of this emotional support barrel of monkeys, Ryan Nanny. Ryan, joining us from Nashville. Um, How are you being emotionally supported today? I'm not. Get, no little. Do, do we get? Let's I, get a monkey. I we have, gotta, I, we I have to deploy. My, I, have, I have my green tea, but I haven't seen a monkey. I don't. I couldn't tell you the last time I saw a monkey in person. It's wow. been a, it's been a minute. What was the last time I saw a monkey? There in were person? not any at UConn Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Nope. No, not as not as far as I know. No, I think the last zoo. No, I've been to the Nashville Zoo. That was like a, two Christmases ago. Yeah, it's been a while. I, I, I saw, guess, when is the last time you saw... Have you ever seen a surprise monkey? Mm, yes, I have. Um, that would be last year on the Beltline in Atlanta. Somebody had, like, a macaque. Was it on a skateboard? Uh, it was sadly not on a skateboard. Okay. It was not performing any classic cartoon huh. pet monkey behavior. I'm trying was to it, review, Maybe it was new. I'm trying to review the things I've seen. I've seen a rabbit just out hanging out on someone's lap in the subway. Live fish mm-hmm. in a bag. Sure. Um, a lot of Ooh, birds we have a shoulders. surprise pig in our neighborhood. We did get a yeah. surprise pig. I mean, we, we still have a surprise pig. It lives here. It's it is there is a free range pig 
mm-hmm. in our neighborhood that coexists somewhat improbably with a number of free-range pit bulls? I think pigs the are bros. Yeah. No, that's fair. Jason, what was the... Did we ever get a... Have we had this year an update from your daughter on her uh, taxonomy of, of animals and what categories they fall under? I think pigs would definitely be considered dogs, um, especially now that she's vegetarian. I think all animals are dogs in her mind. Okay. Okay. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and pigs are p- pigs are really good pets. Emily had a pet pig as a as a teenager. So oh, pig, pigs, pigs are, are definitely smart. high on the dog list in our household. Pigs are super smart. They're very clean. I support them. Yeah, they're nice. I would I would very much like to be one of those uh, somewhat problematic Instagram teacup pig owners who puts them in tiny pairs of rain boots and sailor suits and paints their toenails and stuff. That feels yeah, torturous to a pig. They love getting sloppy and playing in puddles and stuff. And we're but they're naturally them very clean, though. Yeah, and, like they, they, and they, they like they, to they fluff uh, their straw and make their beds. And they like to flaunt their cleanliness by first getting as messy as possible, though. Mm-hmm. That that's how clean they are. They have to stunt on everyone else. Be like, look, ah. look at what I can recover from. Maybe the that's degree what, of difficulty cleanliness. Maybe that's yeah. what was happening at um, Jeff Adams' house. He was flaunting his cleanliness by getting things as messy as possible. Maybe now, uh, who's Jeff Adams? Well, or first Jeff of all, Banks, I have one. I? I have one last person introduced. I was yep. going to say, um, <laughs> if you could, if you could make a new kind of emotional support animal, Holly Anderson, uh, the fourth member of this emotional support animal hive. If you could make your own emotional support animal, any species, we're open. Uh, I'm going to say that this definitely would be a spe- like. If you do this, I'm not going to stick to the tedium of the animal being uh, responsible, right? Like I'm not or irresponsible. I'm not going to be realistic. I'm not going to say like, oh, you can't have an emotional support tarantula. No, I'm talking about a sentient, Aww. very emotionally intelligent tarantula that's I able to comfort your... you and provide advice. If you want a blue whale, you can have that. If you wanted, um, if you wanted a, a horde of locusts, that was your emotional support horde of locusts. Well, these are all I great let, ideas. I would let you have one. So what would you choose? Now, as much as I love the idea of an emotional support tarantula, if you've never met a tarantula in person, they're very cuddly. Um, they're the little spiders covered in fur. If you own a cat, uh, I'm happy to tell you you own half a tarantula. That's that's basically what they're like. Hmm. Uh, if you have two cats, you have a whole one. Um, you know what I'm going to say as far mm-hmm. as my selection for emotional support animal. It's it's already propped up on my shoulder. I'm already stroking its scales. Uh, because what is an emotional support animal for but to attend to your specific emotional needs and my specific emotional needs involve violence uh, a lot of the time. So uh, this is Hephaestus, my emotional support Komodo dragon. Uh, we're very happy. Please do not put your fingers near his mouth. He's a very good boy. That's a damn strong suggestion. I don't really like the best way for, I think for us to approach this is yes. Um, who is Jeff Banks? Um, who are we talking about? Why are we discussing monkeys? Let's let's, let's first uh, let's. Oh man, this is this is gawky as hell. Spencer, mm-hmm. is it possible to is it possible for us to figure out which one of us found out first? Because I think you probably found out last because you were filming. That's right. That's right. Thinking out loud Monday nights at seven p.m. on the SEC network mm-hmm. because the initial tweet that set this whole thing off came out at 6.58 p.m. Eastern time. I was in a class that started at 7 p.m. and let out at 10 p.m. So I get like eight texts that all have some variation of, ah, monkey! Yep, same. um, I I came out of class and my phone was at like 12%. 
which of all the notifications i will say in the middle of a in the middle of a pandemic it is always terrifying to look down and see ah monkey on your phone as if somebody has finally done the outbreak monkey scenario uh, where they get into the CDC, get infected with, like, super monkey pox, and then go out and destroy the world. I just feel like we're not that interesting as a species uh, to listen, be able to pull that off. This entire story is a counterpoint to that suggestion. Jason, where were you when you first heard the siren song of Monkey Gate? Um, I'm actually reviewing my timeline just to be, a, you know, I, I want to take this forensic exercise very seriously. Please. I yeah. feel like I saw the initial rumor type tweet. Um, I would love to credit the account of the, apparently one of our finest journalists. Uh, but I, I feel like an A&M fan was on it first. Uh, just, mm-hmm. it was very, very rumory. And I feel like I saw that and thought, okay, this is college football, so it could be real. Um, but didn't make much of it. And then I went for a, I went for a walk for a couple hours and I was listening to music and came back and I had like a very sincere tweet about it. Um, and then saw like, oh, okay, read the room. We're not doing sincere tonight online and saw like cascades of monkey jokes and then caught up. And, uh, and yeah, so it, it, it was well into it for me that I found out, um, and, uh, and, and and that was a pretty nice place to jump in, <laughs> to jump in like after everyone was already at full boil, um, <coughs> rather than seeing it cresting and like seeing people piece things together. It, it was it was very fun, like um, jumping in after because like I guess the, the you know, being like actually in college football media for a while, like I, I kind of am used to like. I remember like when Manti Teo and that news dropped, it was like instant hush and like, you know, right there at the ground floor level of the news coming out and like being the person watching others find out this was the complete opposite. Like I was the um, person walking in the door with the pizza as the room was on fire. This wave pool is already in motion. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I really like about this story? Mm. It is that, and normally I would be protesting vehemently at the, uh, at the affixing of the suffix gate to any random scandal, but there was a gate involved. There's, there's literally a gate involved. <laughs> Ryan, just this once, we're gonna just this once we're gonna have a good old a good old gate time. Ryan, where were you when you heard Monkey News? I was sitting in my living room, probably waiting for my kid to go to sleep. Caroline Darney sent a DM to Floyd and me. That was just a link to, I think it was this, this A&M person that Jason mentioned. Um, let me find it. Yeah, Tom Campbell. And this is what the original thing said. I'm hearing a report from a credible source that Texas Longhorn special team coach Jeff Banks's monkey allegedly attacked and seriously hurt a young trick-or-treater last night on Halloween. The monkey's jaws apparently had to be pried off the small child. There are several parts of that. That I don't think have subsequently... I don't think it's subsequently gone that way. First of all, I don't know... I don't know that this kid is seriously hurt. At least there hasn't been any strong indication of that. Right. It also does not appear to have been uh, the coach's monkey. That's no. Which is where the story that's, really took a turn. That's... Yes. So 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 it started. it started in what I would call slightly unusual place because if you told me there's a staffer on on the on the texas football uh coaching staff who has a pet monkey i'd be like sure all of this tracks but texas actually, is next to louisiana this is fine 
Yeah. Yeah. And also just like, you know, coaching can be a lonely knife <coughs> life. Sometimes you need companionship. I mean, I was raised like on the idea that people who worked very long jobs with very long hours always had exotic pets because there were shows where sure. truckers had apes whole movies were truckers with Clint apes. Clint has Tru- a whole trucker- movie about it. Yeah. Trucker- truckers and orangutans. Apparently mm-hmm. soulmates just something that I think we need more of. Fist fighting soulmates by the way. This was an orangutan who could throw a left hook. Mm-hmm. Well that's the only way Clint Eastwood shows love. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. That was actually how they, they met. Right. <laughs> they fought each other. They respected each other so much that they took their grit on the road together. So, yeah. So I started out from the place of, okay, Jeff Banks, you know, needs companionship, decided to get it from a monkey. I get I get that even though it's not my choice, whatever. Jeff Banks did need companionship, but mm-hmm, it wasn't right. the monkey that was providing it as it turned out. No, no. That would be um, apparently the monkey belongs to his partner. His partner um, is is let's see danielle thomas we can't get all the information from her anymore because she's tragically deleted her twitter account because danielle thomas uh under the twitter account at danny underscore and jb you don't have to look for it don't bother looking because that shit don't bother looking for it it's gone it's gone you can find an entire summary of this handily put together by alex mcdaniel on for the win um it's the partner of Texas special teams coordinator Jeff Banks and went on to detail all of the things that she had done as precautions because this is a registered emotional support animal. All of her shots saying that, yeah, she had a haunted Wait, this house. Is a, this is a lady monkey? Uh, let's see if we have a gender. A, sh- a monkey. Yes, yes, okay. this is a monkey. I've never heard that term, and I don't know if I ever want to say it again. Mon- but but yes, could a, we a go? Monkey. Could we go, mumkey? Uh, perhaps monkus? Mamkey? 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 There we go. That's it. Yes, it's a mamkey. Show respect. Uh, this is where, in a brief but unsurprising, disappointing detour, the story completely lost contained because uh, this woman apparently is an exotic dancer. And if there's one thing that Texas football fans do not understand, it is people who work for a living. <laughs> Uh, so I, I understand that I understand that much of that much of Texas found him found this hysterical at the thought of uh, anyone earning wages and tips uh, to to support themselves. Oh, this and, lady got a job. And well, monkey. and also yeah. there, there is footage of her being a competent athlete, not something they're comfortable with at mm. the University also, of Texas. Now, now, and there now is, her profession does play into the story, though. Mm-hmm. Yes, because yeah. the monkey is part of the act. Correct. <laughs> the monkey, the monkey has been part of the act, which I will say, which takes it a which step beyond. You, which, once again, if you are listen, uh, we're not gonna, we're not gonna get into the, in, we're, we're not gonna get into the, uh, the economics of this too much. But what would you rather tell your family you are doing this holiday season? Do you want to tell them, hey, my stage name is Pole Assassin? You may have heard of me. Uh, I am pole dancing is hard, by the way. Very hard. Uh, uh, I think that a lot of uh, a lot of football teams this year could learn a lot from this woman in terms of core strength, uh, in terms of flexibility, uh, in terms of endurance. But would you rather tell your parents that you were uh, performing in the creative arts, uh, getting to work with animals, 
Uh, or would you rather tell them that you were part of the Texas football staff? Ugh. Yeah, she's I mean, not the one who lost to Baylor despite having mm-mm. a ten point ten point lead. Mm-mm. Yeah, saying you no. you didn't you didn't lose to what Barry Switzer called them church schools this past weekend. Anyways, okay? sorry to detour, but yeah, come on, y'all. Yeah, and, also, and yeah, yes, as Holly mentioned, just to emphasize her her stage name is of course Pole Assassin. Love it. And she uh, apparently had already been in the news because Jerry Springer already declared her the greatest pole dancer he'd ever had on his show, which is an incredible honor. That I have is, to that imagine. Is a, wow. That is a strong pool. Like, yeah. if, also, if Jerry says the goat, I'm like, she might be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, how'd you two meet? <laughs> so, uh, Je- Jeff Banks... Um, mm-hmm. His his lineage, his coaching tree lineage, uh, his hey boy, it's, <laughs> it's his career. Thank you, Jason. It's, uh, it's, it's relevant here because uh, his mm-hmm. his mentor, of course, would be Mike Price. Um, um, Spencer, I feel <clears> like <throat> you're the best person to explain why this is relevant. We've we've, we've got some young folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, let, let, let me go ahead and take you back. Mike Price, who was a Alex Johnson, Richard Kirshner, uh, pull up a chair. Yeah, because we're about to actually, we're about to actually. Those are our imaginary young listeners. We're about to set a couple of things straight here, okay? Because there is a a couple of misconceptions about the Mike Price story. Mike Price uh, is who's Mike Price? He is a former head football coach. Was pretty successful at Washington State. Got them to the Rose Bowl. Which, if you think, by the way, if you're like, hey, man, Wazoo's been terrible forever. And you go, not true. They actually did go to a Rose Bowl. The coach who took them there was Mike Price and um, was responsible for long chain of good quarterbacks, including Ryan Leaf, Drew Bledsoe. So, yeah, they had some they had some slangers out there. In addition to that, by the way, Mike Price, known for being um, – Mike Price is, by the way, the coolest. Like, he's known for just being kind of out of pocket and, like, real casual about organization – uh, play calling. He actually had this is a Matt Hayes story, but Matt he would tell this too. Matt Hayes, longtime college football reporter, told me this story that he covered him. He did like a sideline profile where imagine this in this like day and age. He had him right there on the sideline with him for a whole game. And at one point in the middle of like the third quarter, he looks over at Hayes and goes, Hey, remind me to run the ball. <laughs> like just told him, Hey, well, I should run the ball. That, that's so much better than the version of the story that I heard, which was just that he let him call a play. He did let him call a play, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, was this in the same game? Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, you want, you want to spin one? Call it up, buddy. Yeah, Mike Price rule. But that's not why people are bringing up Mike Price. Right. That, that, no. that's, that sets the stage a little bit. So to speak. It does. Yep. So after success <laughs> at Washington State, I also need you to get this out of your mind that Alabama has been a world beater forever. No, they were quite troubled and they needed a new head coach because in in 2002, Dennis Franchoni, who was the head coach at Alabama, left. He just left for the Texas A&M gig. Just whoop, took it because he didn't so want So you're to- saying there's precedent. I'm saying it's happened. Dude. I think you're underselling that somehow because he didn't just yeah. leave. Alabama offered him a 10-year contract uh-huh. and he le- and he left. Yeah. And there and Twitter wasn't around then, but y- youngsters, you really cannot oversell the cataclysm that this set off uh in talk radio and in these things that we used to call newspapers, which is like a blog that you can throw away. Yeah. So they basically uh Dennis Franchoni 
in Alabama. Alabama said, hey, I'm really into you. Let's do this. And Dennis Franchoni was like, <laughs> curtains, babe. <laughs> Catch these taillights. So I'm going point, to a real job. Texas I, I think, A&M. I think one other thing to mention for the younger listeners is at this point, Bama wasn't Bama. Uh, at the mm-hmm. time that you know they'd been sort of a fading power for like 15 years kind of like florida but uh <laughs> that's i think that's the modern I thought, I thought we all agreed that that wasn't a thing but go wait ahead. yeah no i didn't violate that and you didn't violate that <laughs> no, i'm allowed to say Listen the word you. florida jason Thank is you. allowed to because jason knows where the guardrails are and can navigate accordingly i've i've appointed myself arbiter Holly, the story we're talking about is about people who thought they knew where the guardrails were and then a kid <laughs> got bit so let's just see how this goes <laughs> So, uh, you know who else didn't know where the guardrails were? That's right. Mm. So he goes and coaches. He, he takes the deal. Mike that Price desk is, should have had guardrails. So and then Mike Price is offered the job at Alabama. Um, which then what? And then he gets to Tuscaloosa, spends the spring there doing practice, and a Sports Illustrated piece by Don Yeager comes out. And in that piece, Mike Price is portrayed as visiting strip clubs. And not only visiting strip clubs, uh, this is still, by the way, in the vault. Like, you can still read this article, even though uh, you'll see it cost them a lot. Um, strip clubs, uh, strip club visitation then being portrayed as a bad thing because Atlanta was not prominent enough on the national sports scene at the time. And in this article, by the way, um, it is... It is shown that, or there are stories told that Mike Price uh, lost his credit card at a strip club, that he was drunk and misbehaving at a golf tournament. By the way, I don't think that's possible in the state of Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi, several okay. other southeastern states. Oh, he wasn't misbeha- in, the golf tournament was in Pensacola. Yeah, oh, sorry, God. Pensacola. Yeah, that's, what that's even definitely qualifies as misbehaving in that scenario? Broke yeah. Pensacola law? Like, yeah. did he, did he set off a nuke or on? something? I think it's when you eat something with a fork. <laughs> I think it's he showed up in a shirt with buttons. Yeah. The problem with this story, which is essentially the story itself is like a, hey, this guy didn't fit in here story. Right? <laughs> I love the scrupulous legality Spencer is applying here. Yeah. But there is a reason. <laughs> There's a reason. <laughs> There's a reason. Every, other, reason every, with- every other episode of this show, it's like Spencer's like, what is it? Week four? And we're like, the, the season is over. <laughs> But this story, he's going to no. fucking nail it. I love it. There's a reason. Because right. we'll listen, get if, sued out of existence, sir. <laughs> l- yeah, listen. If you see a man tiptoeing in a field, right? That's because there's yeah. landmines in Folks it. That's can what reach I am us doing. at Matt Iglesias. Uh, there, <laughs> there are accounts. Noted free speech advocate. There are accounts in this story of Mike Price getting lap dances uh, at strip clubs. Being Which, super- that's what strip clubs are for. Being super drunk, right? Asking strippers to a hotel, being at a hotel, and then um, asking having... strippers to a hotel like it's fucking homecoming. Uh-huh. Will you will you hotel with me? <laughs> mm. Yeah, and then uh, you, and then you look sleepy. <laughs> did Mike Price invent the promposal? No, but he did invent screaming roll tide during sex. According I to doubt this that. article, uh, that's uh, got to be like a century that. old. Yeah, that's come on, right? And Wallace is, Wade that invented that. Don, yeah, Don Yeager's words. Yeah, there's not a reason mine. Mal Moore called it comeback sauce. <sighs> Nothing. That is such a narrow joke that I'm not even gonna. 
Sorry, so, I think I sprained something. I'm going to be quiet now. So, I'm just picturing Bama barbecue sauce. Anyway, continue, Spencer. <laughs> so anyway, this this article this article comes out after Mike Price is fired at Alabama. This is 20 and years ago. To, to give everybody ago. context here, this is this is when Jeff Banks is like just out of college, basically. Yeah, he'd mm-hmm. been a like punter probably for probably a GA or something. Yeah, he'd been a punter at Wazoo under Price, and now is sort of a. Uh, I'm trying not to say up and coming coach, but those are the words. <laughs> so Price Price responded to this article, okay, by suing Sports Illustrated for twenty million dollars. Twenty mil, right? Saying that he was defamed and slandered by this story and uh detailing his actions the night he visited a topless bar in Pensacola, Florida. He acknowledged being drunk. But he denied allegations of three-way sex at his hotel. I would go Here's ahead the, and say this. They always, Mike, they did have problems finishing the drill that year. Mike Price is the first man to take legal action over somebody being like, you pulled off a threesome? And he's like, get my attorney. I could never do that. It's beyond my capability. We don't run the triple here at Bama. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> take that shit to Statesboro. <laughs> no, they're going to hire fucking Clay Hilton. Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> what in the fucking what? world is happening? That's the rumor. Wait, 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 wait. In real life right now? I don't, I don't mm. think it's a rumor. I think it's like nearly official. Like no, Godfrey even how? said like they're interested uh, in Clay Hilton. Like, how like are we going to know fuck? for sure? The latest thing I've seen is that they have agreed to a deal. It's not a like, maybe this will happen, but like. Oh, God. <sighs> now that happened anyway. in two. There's all kinds of shit. We're out of control. Mm-hmm. There's folks. There's too much news. Mm-hmm. So Mike Price goes and takes the UTEP job after that. The suit takes about three years, three and a half years to unwind. And is deeply entertaining while doing so. Yeah. And he wins a settlement <laughs> a- against a- against SI, one that cost them a lot of money. Fortunately, SI never did anything like that again. That is correct. So... <laughs> If you want the full background on Awesome Mike Price, the story is still up. The story's still up. You can Somehow. read it. It's inaccurate, according to a civil court. <laughs> but it will it's, not it's, log off. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. it will. Yeah, we will not log off. It is. It is still somehow there, and I'm sure Mike Price can dry his tears of hurt by taking hundred dollar bills and rubbing. Can them I give you a quote? His ruddy cheeks. Please do. Here's a quote from Mike Price. Uh, Uh, 2018AL.com, Mike Price on Banks, the hero of our story, um, or or at least the person who is the partner of the woman who has uh, the hero of our story. Um, Mike Price on Jeff Banks, he's got flair. (laughs) He's a real aggressive guy, a 100%er. He's a workaholic, and yet he's fun to be around. Mm. And I take Mike Price's word on that. And Mm -hmm. I think the situation confirms Mike Price tells the truth. As far as how fun Jeff Banks is to be around. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so Relationships are complicated, I think is. Relationships are endlessly complicated. Anyway, why did we bring up Mike Price again? Um, to get us back to Jeff Banks, the ah, special teams coach. No other reason? Um, no, no other reason. Oh, okay. None. Well, because also, we, just- we have an established... Um, a uh, 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 track record recommendation, um, a glowing endorsement of Jeff Banks as a fun guy by none uh, other than Mike Price himself. Mm. Who, who, yeah. 
I would say, by the way, independent of any SI story about his adventures in Pensacola that may or may not have happened. Adventures we have in evidence. Pensacola. We have evidence. The worst Indiana Jones movie possible. <laughs> yeah, folks, when you hear uh, Godfrey wax poetic about his favorite drink, this is actually what it's named after. <laughs> the treasure is at Alvin's Island. It's a place called Alvin's Island. Do we need a boat? No, it's got a parking lot. It's got rubber snakes. Do we need a boat? Yeah, do we need a boat? Yes. Like lethal weapon style, do we need a boat? So this gets us back to the report from yes. Betty made the most disgusted noise at that joke. She should have. God, come on. I want to point out two um, football-specific incidents uh, involving... So Banks, Texas' special teams coach, was previously Alabama's special teams coach, which Uh uh, the only struggle uh, uh, prone part of the Alabama football program. Not necessarily his fault, but, uh, you know, the kicking situation has has been bad for years. Um, Listeners might recall Alabama-Clemson title game, the fake field goal um, Mm -hmm. that all of us rejoice to in real time. This would have been uh, Jeff Banks' lead unit. I, I don't know if he called it or not, but Let's just go ahead and add that to this story. Also, as friend of the program Josh Black was quick to point out, um, Jeff Banks has also overseen a poll assassination of his own when the 2019, I believe, Iron Bowl was decided by a field goal clanging off an upright, thereby uh, Bama's football assassinating the poll, handing the victory to Auburn. <laughs> Listen, so, I'm just So Jeff seeing... Banks has a, has a track record here. I'm just seeing a man here who uh, surrounds himself with the ability to move goalposts. He also, <laughs> so so. what's also interesting is I don't know why all of the stories focus on him being the special teams coach because he's also the tight ends coach, which is just perfect. Mm-hmm. And he's the assistant head coach. But as the special teams coach, his job is insanely easy because the same player at Texas kicks field goals, handles kickoffs. Mm-hmm. And punch. He's basically a tutor. To one person, to Cameron Dicker, yeah. who And that guy's like last name like is what? Dicker. Yeah. A Dicker tutor the in like, He's a tutor in the old fashioned British sense. He's like a governess. This is also where I should let you know, and we don't have to stay on this, that um there's a freshman kicker on the Texas roster whose name is Bert Auburn. No. That's it. That's all. <laughs> That's fake. And his Bert. sister Sienna. <laughs> Bert Auburn. <laughs> How did they let him go? How did Auburn? I don't know. You have to. I don't know. He that is man's... from he is from Flower Mound, Texas. So that man's fifty-eight years old. There are no Burts. We don't make Burts anymore. Bert. We don't make Burts or Garys anymore. Gary so, yeah. Auburn. So like Jeff Jeff Banks does not. There's not that much he has to like. What is he doing? I think we know what he's recruiting. doing. That's recruiting. Recruiting. That's yeah. that's what he's. That that's when you see so somebody it's... with like five different job titles recruiting. Yeah. Well, also, you can maybe start to understand why in the, you know, relentless punishing schedule of Power 5 football, he found the time to develop a hobby. Yes. Which hob- Which of these is his hobby at this point? <sighs> I'm going Appreciating to- Appreciating yes. the arts, for one thing. Can we- animal secondly, yeah. secondly yeah. enjoying, um, yeah, and enjoying the, our friends in the animal kingdom. So this leads mm-hmm. this leads me to a question. Support of the creative arts. Mm-hmm. The the trick or treat. Sorry, that, we're making jokes here, but for real, if uh, 
you're calling his partner a stripper like it's a bad thing. You're a piece of shit. Okay, let's keep going. Yeah. Again, real job. The unlike some people. So it seems like the trick-or-treater encountered the, the monkey in question as part of or as a diversion from a Halloween maze that was set up at their home. For based mm-hmm. on the video, it, I'm not sure if it was meant to be a maze because she filmed going through the backyard, indicating at least from her perspective that it was right. meant to be closed off with several barriers to entry that a child would have had to intentionally trespass beyond. Oh, I haven't seen the video. So yes, she deleted um, it, to, but to, a few people grabbed it. Yeah, okay. to back up, um, Danielle Banks on her account posted numerous tweets detailing the care that she takes in managing her emotional support monkey and then took a video What's leading the monkey's name um i do not know the monkey's name. i've only seen it referred to as baby which is a great name for a monkey it may be lila um sure but after the uh, a uh pet monkey snobby na- rich girl in sweet valley high better gia gia ah uh, yeah yeah right that sounds right. ah um so gia she uh danielle took video including gia's habitat like Mm -hmm. gia's very large cage which by the way had a sign on it that was like labeled emotional support monkey like on on would you say sign would you say sign (laughs) are we talking engraved right yeah it It looked like it looked like blue crayola marker it kind of looked like it kind of looked like she saw this happening and went and made the sign and put it on correct correct was like before i go film this i'm gonna put this sign up smart which smart yeah not only am i a not only am i a dancer and not only am I uh, out here supporting the kids for Halloween, but I have also had training as a paralegal. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm my own lawyer now. Look at me. Also, the, the, the sign, the contrast with, like, you know, really nice backyard um, to successful people. And then the backyard is, it very much looks like made 30 seconds ago. <laughs> Thank you for pointing that out, Jason. That actually the signs like ramshackleness contrasted greatly with, I was like, damn, you got a nice spot. This is a really nice. This is a nice little thing you got here. And That's the monkey's habitat. the monkey's habitat is big, like the the, yeah, the monkey is I'm... treated like a star. It's a tiny monkey with quite a huge enclosure. I don't know what the actual story was, but like, I mean, I, I kind of think the kid had to be putting in some effort here. I don't want to judge the kid at all, no. but you know, but kids do kids do things and things happen. But here's the, the monkey here's... had a lot of space, is what I'm saying. Here's the problem: if you're talking about, I had some kids over for a pool party or some shit. Fine, I get what you're saying, but you created a Halloween maze, which is supposed to be spooky and scary and full of things that like you're not like in in no other circumstance are you like go ahead open this coffin. But if you're in a haunted house or some shit, it's like yeah, it's fine. So why would somebody see like this clearly handwritten bullshit danger monkey attack mm. sign and be like, oh, well that one's real. That's the one that I should pay attention oh, to. Are you sure it like, was a maze? That's there's what, a that's bowl. What, that's what yeah. she said. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's a, like, there's a bowl of peeled grapes. Like, this is the dead man's eyeball, and then there's right. a sign that says, "This is the dead man's emotional support monkey." Yeah. Right. 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 Whereas, mm. if you also, just came over to my house for Thanksgiving and found a cooler that said biohazard and opened it, yeah, that is on you. But on Halloween, that's my fault. I so Halloween that. is the purge, for monkeys. Oh. <laughs> sure. It is now. Good I mean, how do you how do you do you put up a sign that says no seriously? I know it's Halloween, but this sign is legit. Is that is that Which, the hoops you have to jump through here? 
I guess I, my argument there would be, even if you did, this is a child we're talking about. Yes. That kid's not going to pay attention to signage. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, if also, I, I would simply not... I, would I mean, simply, high voltage signs don't keep out children. If I had a monkey living in my house, I would feel that that was enough excitement, and I would simply put out a bowl of candy that said, take one. What if I would, you, I would draw that line <laughs> and move on. What if this... I, I think the only way to keep kids away from the monkey would be mm. to put up a sign that, uh, that says, like, um, it, lots of homework back here, right? Or, like, sure. um, mm-hmm. danger, beware, Health we're doing food, chores. this way. Yeah, granola Halloween bars. Halloween raisins take five. No Wi-Fi past this point. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that no was Fortnite dances. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No Roblox. No Roblox past this line. Oh, that is spooky. Yeah. Uh, Abandon all Minecraft. You who entered. <laughs> yeah, there's just there's just very little about these. This two. way Minecraft. That way Minecraft. I just I need to see more before you can before you can be like, well, maybe this child was making poor decisions. It's Halloween. All it is is children making poor decisions. Yeah, I don't know necessarily about poor decisions. So I don't, yeah. I don't want to judge yeah. the child. I'm just yeah. saying um, the, the monkey was clearly agitated to such a degree that it, it didn't just retire to the other like corridor mm-hmm. of its mm-hmm. huge enclosure. Mm-hmm. It, it felt mm-hmm. agitated enough to to, you know evidently to attack the child from across a great distance let us also let's step back a little bit here this has all happened within a week week and a half of texas tech firing its coach in the middle of the season tcu having gary patterson step down after what like 22 years florida is doing its own thing i'm not talking about it but it is happening like there was plenty going on in the college football universe to talk about that was interesting, that was disastrous, that was frustrating, whatever. And as and usual, Texas has to show off. And boy, have they ever. So, mm-hmm. you know what this means. By the time this episode posts, I can't even imagine what stunt the Aggies are going to pull. <laughs> Y'all better talk about us instead. This is my emotional support helicopter. <laughs> Look at this. I put a rabid giraffe in a kid's hospital. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> rabid giraffe. <laughs> It sounds horrifying, but also kind of easy to avoid, I guess, in a way. Yeah, yeah. You just sort of, like, sidestep it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It's very, tri- it's very uncomfortable. Yeah, he Just tr- stand he- directly in front of it. He tried to bite me, but I'm very short. <laughs> Please do that voice all the time. <laughs> okay. People are just going to be There's like, something why is, really why is Ryan about talking? That. Oh, that's, that's, the very, that's the classic giraffe avoider kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bombus mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So this holiday, when you gift Bombus to someone on your list, you're also giving them to someone in need. It's a give, give. Give, give. That's the give, give. same number of gives as I have feet. So I put two socks on my feet from Bombus.com. Uh, when I wear socks, I don't like to wear socks, but when I do, I wear Bombus.com socks. Yeah, and in all truth, absolutely the best socks that I have ever had. And I say that as somebody who, like Jason, I'm a little sock phobic. I don't, I don't come around to them. I don't really wear them unless I have to. But I find myself sometimes with Bombas wearing them even when I don't have to. That's just how comfortable they are. I think my um, ultimate Bombas review is this. I don't like to wear socks in general. But mm-hmm. Bombas, so comfortable, I can sleep in them. Which, like, this is unfathomable with any other sock. 
Yeah, nice styles, by the way. Like, um, I am really loath to go ahead and put on a sock that I know when I cross my leg. You're going to see the fact that I have a droopy-ass white sock on, right? Because there's nothing sadder on a man than just a droopy-ass white sock. And there are no droopy-ass white socks when it comes to Bombas. Colorful patterns, <laughs> nice to look at. Nothing, you, nothing you'll be ashamed of when you're giving somebody a little peek of the old ankle. Are you giving that a lot? Are you a little, like a little, a little Victorian show, scandal? Like a coquettish, yeah. I am. I'm putting off. I'm putting off coquette vibes with these bombas. I've always thought that about you. Thank you. Flirtatious, fun, and yet traditional. Um, go to bombas.com/fullcast and get twenty percent off any purchase during their big holiday sale. That's bombas.com/fullcast for twenty percent off. Bombas.com/fullcast. The only other thing I want to add about the Halloween maze is this. He didn't get, uh, uh, Jeff Banks didn't get hired until like January. So he hasn't lived in this house that long. He hasn't been in this neighborhood that long. It's a very bold move this early to live in a place and be like, hey, man, we got the Halloween maze for the kids that we've never met. Come on in. This is, yeah. this is Pole Assassin. She's got a monkey, but he's locked up. Don't worry about it. Anyway, who who wants three musketeers? Full size. And also a football Ooh. coach. I mean, he's, he's been at home like eight minutes out of this year. Correct. Yeah, so yeah. like they, they've like, never met this even, guy. Like, he probably wasn't even home. I guarantee. Oh, yeah. I, he was. The Baylor game was on the road, right? Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. So, so I guarantee he's on the way back and she's texting like, hey, the Halloween maze looking great. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay, sure. Next okay, thing you know. But, I, but now I have a new business idea. Okay. Strip club escape room. Hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, Do, maybe she's just really into theatrics. Yeah. Did the you dancers the assist pole. you or are they like, are they doing the, um, are they giving you the clues? For money, you have to pay for the clues. Well, yeah, yeah, sure. We're, we're gonna we can we can discuss this in our in our business meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't give yeah. away trademark. Don't give away trademark. such a good idea. This so is, this is trademarked. Fa- All of this is trademarked. I also enjoy Ryan um, at like the legal brain. I can feel you instantly homing in on like suing. You're like, okay, here, where are the seams? Where can we, where can we bust this case open? Sure. Yeah, I mean. I think I would start with your monkey bit a child. <laughs> I, think that, okay. I think that's probably yeah, a week. This, I get that this had a habitat, but could the monkey not have been in an upstairs bathroom for the night? I'm, so one of the most confusing things about this was that this woman decided to, after this became the talk of Twitter, decided to tweet about it a lot. Like mm-hmm. a lot, mm-hmm. a lot, a lot. And that's the part that was really like... There are a lot of bad and questionable decisions here. That was probably the most questionable. Because that was it's, all, maybe it's the... all full of like, you shouldn't judge before you hear. And she keeps changing the story in weird ways where she's like, no child was attacked. Later, I was told that there was a small monkey bite. But no, ch-. it's like, mm, what's going on? It was also, this is also what really lent it the air of, your honor, I will be representing myself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is where she is never clear. She's clearly never seen Shut the Fuck Up Friday. She's never seen, right? In any legal situation. And Danielle, babe, we are on your side. Yeah. Um, this is probably. This is, this is as far where, as we know. This is where I am obligated. And people have talked about this on Twitter already. So the, it, I'll address this quickly. Are you all familiar with the attractive nuisance concept in law? 
Oh yeah, I yeah, yeah. am. Thanks to trampolines. No. Thanks, explain- thanks to trampolines. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm not. So explain it to me. So basically, it says if you have something dangerous on your property that is accessible to a child, and you know, like you reasonably foresee that a child would be attracted to this, like a above ground pool or a trampoline or something else, where you're like, yep, a kid would try to get in that and they could get hurt as a result. You basically don't get to say, well, this child should have made a better, you know, this child should have made better choices. It's like, no, because children are children and they trespass. Normally, a trespasser doesn't have like that much protection against you for keeping your property. But the law recognizes what we were talking about earlier, that like kids are going to kid. Yeah. So this is like where this usually applies to trampoline swimming pools, like an abandoned car or something like that. There's anything on your property. And they just sort of like say, okay, what would a child do here? And in a weird way, again, because it was a haunted house or maze or whatever, and because the sign looks so fucking crazy and amateurish, I think the sign made things worse in some ways because it is the kind of sign where you're like, oh, there's more spooks and scares and fun in this cage, probably. Well, and also, this is the the monkey being... Like, and I know it's got to it, it's got to have its own space and whatnot. But just for the night, the monkey being out there at all is really what is baffling to me, because you this is clearly an animal that is very well cared for that, you know, that has a lot of you know, that has a lot of thought putting into into its living space. So why for the night? would you want the monkey like that's probably a stressful environment for that animal right being around all these like screaming sugared up kids there why is even if that is the monkey's living space why is the monkey there that night there are people who are like like put put it inside like action cookbook put out a sign that was like hey please don't ring my doorbell it makes my dog crazy here's the candy Mm -hmm. this is very this is like way more stressful than that like why would you want the monkey out there with all these sugared up kids I don't know. I just that's that's the decision point that I really don't understand. Do you think that the neighborhood knew this was a monkey house? She this yeah. doesn't strike me as a person who is shy about right. the monkey. Right. Yeah. Also, by the way, everyone was going cuz they're like, um, yeah, I heard she's got a monkey. What should you go you see? Think, you you think you think that makes people want to go? <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, absolutely. not just a monkey, a monkey that is like talented and performs on a stage. A performing monkey. Yeah. I mean, you guys have yeah. little kids. How would they react to this news? This is a fe- hey. There's a haunted house with a monkey. This is a a haunted monkey. house with a talented monkey. I got. I got to yeah. tell you, my daughter tried to sprint into the ocean the first time she saw it. So we're not going to a haunted house with the monkey because she will go straight for it and try to hug it. And that's <laughs> not. No. My- oh, how did hey? How did Halloween go? Halloween went um, great. Mostly because my child was Thank you. Yeah, it, it, it went exquisite. great. It went great. My child wasn't attacked by a monkey at a stranger's house. So I would call it like <laughs> a win on all on all fronts. I thought we'd had a pretty good Halloween. And then I saw that it could go much worse. And I feel really good. We had, we had one nephew who surreptitiously, unbeknownst to anyone else, was eating his candy as he went. Yeah. Like all of it. Yeah. And by the time they came by, uh, by the time they came by my house later on that evening to take photos in front of the giant skeleton, he wouldn't even get out of the car. He was just staring into space like he'd been lobotomized. 
I'm really glad that I wasn't around for the aftermath of that. I think I think he got emotional. I think that happened. Um, that. Can I ask one more question that's troubling me about this story? Yeah, yeah. What else are we going to talk about? I feel like there is no way to bring this story to somebody who's not extremely online. Have we have we all attempted this? I have not. No, I thought about it. Like, my wife was sitting next to me, and while this is happening on Twitter, and I kept looking over at her, like, should I? Is it? And I just decided not to. It seemed like too steep. It seemed like sort of trying to get somebody to watch the last Lord of the Rings movie with no con- with no context. Be like, nah, I'm actually really glad you brought that up because there was another, there was another internet explosion taking place last night that actually took me a few minutes to sort out of the monkey story because I was getting all of these messages simultaneously. Uh, the love trap video. And if you haven't seen it, I'm not going to describe anything else about it. I would just encourage you to go watch it mm-hmm. and find out nothing about it before you go. But I uh, I was in one of those places where, you know, it's 10 o'clock. I got out of class. I am given both of these pieces of information and uh, I, I'm howling. I'm. It's clearly, uh, as Jason said earlier, it's it's one of those great nights online. We have already passed through earnestness and everybody is... Uh, into giggle oblivion and I'm on the phone with my mother Uh, I'm on FaceTime with my mother and I send her the love trap video but I did not send her the monkey story and I didn't really think about why in the moment Mm -hmm. I didn't even mention the monkey thing I at around 1 a.m. local Emily was already in bed and I, I was like you know, I, I finally logged off and I walked in like, hey, are you awake? And she's like, <laughs> like, okay, so the University of Texas, right? <clears throat> and like her college football familiarity is like wisely very low. Like she'll ask me like once a year, like, is Nick Saban still around? Yeah, yeah he's still around. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. And I think that's it. She'll ask me like, how is Tom Brady doing? How is Nick Saban doing? And this is our entire football discussion per year. And it's always like really good. That's it. Mm. Um, and I was like, okay. So and I try to tell the story, like trying to emphasize which parts are, you know, uh, like yes sure this lady's a stripper that's not funny in and of itself it's only funny because she has a monkey and blah 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 and like trying to tell her the story and um she's like okay and then like the next morning like first thing i say is okay so what of that do you remember because i got to tell you again um but it didn't hit her in quite the same way as it did online people online people and college football people um, and I don't know if there is a successful way to, like, I, I've seen a few people tweeting in the morning, like, I went to talk to my coworkers and none of them really, they, they, they kind of just glazed over. I don't, I don't. Well, like, at what? its core, what you have to do is say, hey, I'm going to tell you a really crazy and funny story about a child who got attacked by an animal. Like that's that's the big that's that's yeah. the hump you have to get over here. Yeah, and well, that's the maybe. thing that we've all kind of decided is funny, right? Like, it, it, it like when you very normal. first see the first tweet, like I think your reaction is like, "Oh dear, I, I hope the child right. is okay." Right. And then after like three hours of everyone laughing, you're like, "I'm sure the kid's fine." Yes, yes, it is all very. <laughs> I have premised. decided for my own convenience that this yes, child is fine. It is premised on we have we have decided that there has not been evidence to the contrary, so therefore the child is okay. But and like, if that it, might not be true, and now this is not a funny story. If it comes out that the the you know the kid is not okay, d- delete this episode, and pretend we previewed week ten. Okay. Yeah. Should we do yeah. like I, five minutes of week ten and just? And, and just then that'll be the. We will. I do. I do. <laughs> want to, folks, it's I do uh, want North to say Dakota. Though, it's uh, 
It's it's North Dakota State, South Dakota State week. Mm-hmm. Big week big in day. FCS. You got the Ivy League yeah. uh, championship. You got the Big Sky championship, basically. So so there you go. Yeah, right, we're good. We got but yeah, we got Maxion all week. There you go. Yep. Um, I would and, and also Clay, and Clay Helton at Georgia Southern. Clay, for boy, fucking reason. we talked. Mm. Sure. Woo, heat. I do know where why, this is can, going. Can, can somebody explain why? Can anybody make a case for Clay Helton getting the Georgia Southern job? Absolutely not. No. Server, what you got? He's white, and white guys get. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, they saw they saw the word Clay, and were oh, like, "You Clay. are like us." Oh, you got a coach in Georgia. Your name's Clay. <laughs> he sounds like red dirt. You sound like red dirt. Um, I like he couldn't even recruit well at U.S. fucking C. It's gonna get talent. Oh, it's gonna bring. I wonder so if much it's talent. um. So like Georgia Southern's whole brand is like we don't have shit on our helmets. Or uh, we don't have sleeves and our names and our jerseys and oh, you know our, our water supply oh, is a we're creek the man. and like yeah, yeah we're very yeah. very very plain so in sure. a sense he might be absolutely perfect yeah we're we gonna find the, the blankest man coach. our our, our all time hero find. is bald right like mm-hmm. yeah plainest mm-hmm. possible. he doesn't even have a doesn't even have a full first name just a noise Irk Irk mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. I know where this was going, by the way, the the story, because there's a Texas coach who has a pet monkey, a small one, in his are home. You, are we talking about a different one? A different no. coach? No. Oh. I, oh, not that okay. I know of. Okay. What that I, know of? I have no new thought, information on this. Right. Spencer, okay. have you heard anything that's been said in the past, like, five minutes? I'm I did. just asking for research. I did. I'm just bringing this back <laughs> okay. to a yeah. button here yeah. Yeah. because it's not a rivalry, and no one at Texas A&M is paying attention to this. Mm-mm. But if next year we hear holiday party interrupted by horror of gorilla ripping arms off of guest, this this is where it started. Listen, right? if Sark is still the coach there, at least you know that he that his wife will ensure that Sark and the gorilla have the sickest matching party suits. Yeah, we got baby. We got to get the gorilla a bow tie. Jimbo's gonna be like, I need the biggest tape you got. I need biggest apes. Biggest ape. Just put the biggest ape in my house. Get three of them. Get three of them. Put them in my other house. Fill I the whole be, ranch. I want to be living on the ranch. set of Congo. That's what I want to be. Yeah. Stop That's eating it. my sesame out. cake. Hyper intelligent. Me Amy. Me good gorilla. <laughs> Hyper intelligent apes. That's what I want. All of them. You, can you get that one from that movie with the rock? Rampage? With, with get the diamonds. That one. With the blue diamonds yeah. and the lasers. I want that. Yeah. Recruits will love it. You bring it in and be like, here's my hyper-intelligent gorilla. Oh, my God. Can you imagine being a sign language interpreter trying to keep up with Jimbo so you can sign for the ape? You'd get arthritis in a week. Mm. In a week. The ape what? would also be like, yo, slow down. Chill. <laughs> Chill. What like, you is... have got to calm down, dude. So it's clearly not special teams. What is the position coach archetype that is best suited to uh, have a domestic primate? Strength. Mm. Is it? Yeah. Strength or, or D-line. I think D-lineman just because I'm like Ed, Ed Ogeron. Ed mm. Ogeron would be like, yeah, this gorilla respects me. <laughs> He's a good listener. Yeah, you good. We're very close friends. For the two of us. You understand my problems. It's because neither of them wear shirts. Emotional support gorilla. Emotional support ape. Yeah. Emotional a gorilla support can gorilla. support a lot of emotion, I think. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. no, I think they're very emotionally intelligent. A chimp? No. Chimp's gonna lie to you. Chimp's gonna talk to other chimps about you. Chimp's gonna I mean, he is the saddest motherfucker I've ever met in my while life. While smoking. And, and they're oh, assholes. Yeah, like, like I don't. Yeah. Not, the chimp gossip is the least of my worries. I'm worried it might eat my face. Yo, clearly you haven't heard chimp gossip. It's cutting. 
Well, I, I can't because they have chewed my ears off. I'm with yeah. you, though. I don't want an emotional support animal that doesn't smoke. I don't trust it. <laughs> I guess they got to they gotta understand Am I qualified to, torch, to coach George Southern? Who can say? Oh, I'm taking on all this stress from my owners, so I got to get it out somehow. That's why I smoke. I don't trust an ape that doesn't smoke backhanded, right? Mm-hmm. Like with the, the cigarette backloaded so it looks like it's extra disturbed, right? Like, yeah, fuck all this. Russian style. Is yeah, Texas Russian ever style. going to address this in any way, shape, or form? No. God, I okay. hope so. No. Okay. I, I want them to, to be clear, just because I want to see them try. And like they, there... they couldn't even get out of the racist choo-choo songs way. Let's let's see. Let's let's see what happens down this train track. And I well, okay, Texas does have a, a road game at West Virginia left. And I think that is the only team left on the schedule. Oh that no. Might, that <laughs> might pull some West shit. Virginia doesn't care enough about Texas to make this funny. Yeah, the but they might care enough to make some jokes. West, yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. Enough. West Virginia they is about they have adopted horns down. They are number mm-hmm. two on the oh, horns God, down loving right. list. To West Virginia, <laughs> I mean, they don't have any rivals out there at the moment. Hmm. There might be somebody they sitting in Texas. a monkey. There might be somebody sitting in the front row in Morgantown wearing a monkey butler costume, right? Like with a little. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's getting cold. It, we are starting to see those full body costume pieces come out. I mean, Jeff Banks is on the field, so somebody could conceivably be right behind him. <laughs> I mean, it's Morgantown. You could release a monkey. <laughs> you could bring one in the stadium. Yeah, <laughs> totally legal. He's a season ticket holder. <laughs> And he I has been know. for a long time. He supported this program. A monkey in a raccoon skin hat. That's the cutest thing I've ever imagined. <laughs> oh, yeah. That sounds like a fucking Pokemon. That's adorable. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. Strength coach, D-line coach, you know, big man with mm-hmm. big feelings. Mm. You know, who need, who need a shoulder to, to cry on or a face to be ripped off, right? Chimps, by the way, totally will do that. Like when they're talking shit about you and gossiping, they're like, yeah, next Wednesday I'm going to do it, y'all. Yeah, man, teach him his boss. Rip his face off. Are like, chimps yeah. the most online primates? Chimps are like emotionally online? Yeah. I think that's I mean, humans, we are the probably. most. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, fair point, I, I suppose, when you bring that into it. Um, there is one other uh, alarming aspect of this story. Oh, thank God. Homefield Apparel has already affirmatively said that they will not be <laughs> making a monkey shirt. Homefield, you made the dog pants because we wore you down. So can we please, in the interest of efficiency, I love you, but can we please, in the interest of efficiency, just skip the part where you pretend you're not going to do this and just give us what we want. Thank Um, you for paying us money to talk about your t-shirts on our program. The Pittsburgh State Gorillas are not yet a homefield school, but they will be at some point. Sure. One has to assume. Um, But until that time... I can I can still recommend that you go to Homefield Apparel, you enter code uh, Fullcast, you get twenty percent off your first order. Sweatshirt season is fully here. Um, sweatpants season. I don't even know if they have any sweatpants right now. Supply chain, oh, just killing us these days. But in the meantime, lots of t-shirts to get, lots lots of good baseball shirts, um, hoodies. Basically. They're like well into the triple digits of schools at this point. They've been bringing back some of the smaller schools lately. They have more schools uh, that you know and love coming. Uh, yeah, just just not going to do the monkey shirt, though, because like, I guess they're afraid of making money. 
I don't know. I mean, they do advertise on this show, so they might be afraid of making money. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not a business person, clearly, because I'm I'm on this show. Yeah, that's fair. I guess they know best. Anyway, if I if I wanted to make a bunch of money, I would simply uh, just open an investment account with Acorns. Hmm. Acorns.com. Well, you can start your quest to making a bunch of money by making five dollars, just huh, like five dollars, just like that. Uh, you simply go to acorns.com slash fullcast and your fund gets a rocket boost toward the stratosphere of $5. And after that, all uh, all of your purchases on things like monkey food, monkey clothes, monkey enclosures, um, monkey, legal fees, monkey legal fees, um, other all, all other monkey mm-hmm. goods and monkey services. Ooh, Ryan, look up monkey law. Monkey chow. All of that stuff goes into your, uh, your your magical investment fund that then increases until you and your monkey can retire together. Hmm. Monkeys are kind of born retired, though. That's nice. Why did we change oh, man, that? I hadn't thought about that. So what, naturally, when what, Google... what made us think that's bad and we should instead have jobs? Yeah, they have a they've get, they've got a lot to teach us. They don't have it Nintendo like... Switch. That's why we decided we wanted Switch, and that costs money. But mm. they throw poop at each other. That's the same. Yeah. Yep. But if you gave a monkey an acorns account, um, they, would, when, they would they throw acorns at each other too. When you Google monkey law, mm. you, naturally the first result you get is the uh, the scopes monkey trial, which reminds me of one of the best jokes on Twitter I saw about um, about this incident, which was simply inherit the eight wins. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Train's coming. Seen the smoke way up the track. <laughs> I'll cast no brakes. 